Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Tuesday, February 16th, 2021. I'm Rich Strappolino. The European Consumer Organization filed a complaint against TikTok with the EU's Network of Consumer Protection Authorities, claiming the app's vague and frequently changed terms of service violate GDPR and for tracking users regardless of age or preferences. TikTok said it's contacted the BEUC for a meeting to listen to its concerns and has developed an in-app summary of its privacy policy to make it easier to understand. The social network Parler announced its website is once again accessible for users with existing accounts and will accept new signups starting next week. While user accounts were carried over, posts and other content hosted on Parler prior to having services suspended by AWS in January are currently unavailable. France's cybersecurity agency ANSSI said the Russian military sandworm hacking group ran a campaign from 2017 through 2020 targeting the internal networks of French organizations running Centrion IT monitoring software. While it's unclear if sandworm used a Centrion vulnerability or social engineering to gain access, once accessing the systems, the attackers installed a web shell and backdoor Trojan that allowed them to take control of the server and access adjacent networks. A new report from Trend Micro details an unpatched vulnerability in the Android version of the file-sharing app ShareIt, which could allow for file access or installing other apps without user permission. Trend Micro discovered that the app does not have adequate protections over who can access the app's underlying code, notifying ShareIt of the issue three months ago, but has received no response to date. Amazon partnered with Foxconn subsidiary Cloud Network Technology to begin producing some Fire TV sticks locally in India. Production began at Cloud Network's plant in Chennai with an initial annual capacity of hundreds of thousands of devices. E-reader maker Pocketbook released the InkPad Color, a $329 7.8-inch e-reader using the latest panel from Kaleido. This offers better contrast and saturation than last-gen color e-ink panels with a resolution of 1404 by 1872 with 300 dpi in monochrome and 100 dpi displaying color. Motorola released two new phones in its budget G-Line, the 129-pound G10 and the G30 for £179. Both offer a 6.5-inch HD Plus LCD display, a 5,000 mAh battery, and rear fingerprint reader. The G10 offers a Snapdragon 460 SoC, 4GB of RAM, and a 60Hz refresh rate on that display, while the G30 has a more mid-range Snapdragon 662 chipset, up to 6GB of RAM, and a 90Hz refresh rate. Both are available in the UK now and rolling out to the EU in the next few weeks. Apple released a new build of macOS Big Sur 11.2.1 to resolve an issue where a Mac would begin the upgrade process without checking if the disk actually had the required space before beginning. Some users reported the error prevented devices from booting, requiring deleting files on the disk through target disk mode or wiping the disk entirely. Apple released watchOS 7.3.1 to fix a bug where some Apple Watch Series 5 or SE devices wouldn't charge when in power reserve mode. Apple said the update won't fix the issue on all devices, but will offer free mail-in repairs to resolve the issue. A filing with the UK Intellectual Property Office shows that Andy Rubin signed over ownership of Essential to Carl Pei's new startup Nothing on January 6th. This provides nothing with Essential's brand intellectual property, but it's unclear if patents were included in the transaction. Microsoft updated its unified Office mobile app to now support iPadOS rather than running as a windowed iOS app. This provides access to all the regular tablet variants of Microsoft's productivity suite within the unified app, 
although the standalone Word, Excel, and PowerPoint apps are still available and updated regularly. And finally, Nintendo announced it will hold a 50-minute Nintendo Direct livestream on February 17th at 5 p.m. Eastern Time. The event will feature updates on already released games like Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, as well as new games coming to the Switch in the first half of 2021. Remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com. And remember to rate and review Daily Tech Headlines wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day.